Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Secondhand Collective podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about Poshmark. And we are people that sell on Poshmark and buy on Poshmark, too. But primarily sell. My name is Stephanie. And I'm Evan. I was like, please. You're like, like, jump in. Yeah. We... We thought we would dive out a little bit. This is a little bit outside of the Poshmark platform today. Um, Today we thought we would talk about the reselling community that exists on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, Evan especially really started her Poshmark, um, like taking her Poshmark closet seriously because of Instagram. Oh, yeah. I didn't Evan, know where you were going with I that. Know, I was Evan like, was like looking at me super strange, and I was like trying to think. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? Why um, am I getting such high praise? <laughs> <laughs> so Evan like can attest for the power of the Poshmark or reselling community yeah. on Instagram and mm-hmm. how it can change things. I actually discovered, I shouldn't downplay that. I discovered Poshmark because of Instagram hmm. as well. Um. But there is a huge community of resellers, specifically Poshmark resellers on Instagram. And, man, it can be rough being a reseller and following resellers on Instagram. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? It's a mixed bag of emotions yeah. and people. <laughs> Generally, I would say that they're, for the most part, it's all very positive. Yeah. And I... Th- I would even say everybody has really good intentions. Yeah, it's just more how you how you take in the content. Yes. Is really the the big ticket item we're going to talk about here. Yeah. So, I guess that's also a good disclaimer too that this isn't none of this is bashing people who are popular that have an influence. Yeah. Um this isn't anti anything this is really for i think it's good a good reminder for us as well and for our fellow people that are on our fellow our followers (laughs) and our fellow people (laughs) that are on instagram that are kind of navigating it as well because it can be something that's hard to talk about um i think sometimes you Nobody likes to air their dirty laundry or to ask questions that are like, anybody else feel this way? Yeah. Because it, bec- it comes across as negative. Mm-hmm. And even if that thing isn't negative. Right. So we just thought we would kind of give some tips for navigating um, Instagram, kind of the comparison trap. Because it can be really easy as a reseller. Um, it's a job we all are doing, whether it's a hobby job, a part-time job, full-time job, something we're doing, taking seriously, and we see other people doing it as well. And it's easy to, like, think, I should be doing that. Mm -hmm. I should do more of this. I should do less of this. Why don't I look like that sales-wise? Why don't I, like, have that following? Yeah. How come they can and I can't and whatever? And it would be true for anything. It would be true for if you started a yoga, uh, like, account on Instagram or like a needle point or whatever it would be. Yeah, where are my needle pointers at? 
<laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure though that if someone is like in the needlepoint Instagram community, they'd be like, "Yeah, I get it." Too. Yeah, like, did you see their cross stitch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How can they get these opportunities? I don't. Or yeah, whatever. So we can only speak on the. We're only speaking on the Poshmark community side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's just jump right in. Some tips for navigating that. I'm looking at you because I'm like, who's starting? Well, I'll start. You can just pick one and cross it off. Okay. We've got this list in between us. Um, I'm going to just say that we should use Instagram for inspiration and as a resource rather than like, this is how you need to do something. Um, excuse me. I think that for me, like Stephanie said, that was a real turning point for my Poshmark closet was when I found the reselling community because I was, I didn't know what I was doing until I found it. Um, so for me, it was a lot of free knowledge and education on brands on, you know, sending offers, having more than 25 items in your closet, you know, the basics. Um, but like just having seeing other people's experiences, seeing what could work. I think I'm diving into another point, but whatever. But like what could work for you um, is like, it's a really good thing to have as long as you keep it as an inspiration and just like things that you can learn from, not like these are facts This is what's going to make you a lot of money or whatever because everyone is different. Yeah. I think the thing, I'm trying to see if I put it, it would be this. I'll just go ahead and dive into this. This Mm -hmm. is the thing that I personally have had to learn the most is that what works for other people isn't going to work for you. And I have a couple of people that are my friends and we text I'm, I'm like, just going to walk you through what a friendship looks like right now. And we sometimes send each other text messages. But sometimes we will comment on certain people's stories or whatever, not to the person, but to each other. And we'll be like, man, it would be nice to live there. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I think of for sure is I know that the prices at the Goodwill thrift stores are much cheaper in other parts of the country. Right. And... They are a static price. Like tops are four forty nine in Nashville, and, or last time I was there, that's what it was. And here, tops are whatever they decide, and they usually start at seven ninety nine. Yeah. And so, when somebody is able to have a cart full of stuff at their half off day, or there's a bunch of their color that's ninety nine cents, I'm like, we have a half off week for one color, and that's it. There's no other sales that our Goodwill runs. Yeah. And so our carts will always look different than theirs because we have to be a lot more careful. Yeah. Even, even not even talking about the kinds of products that we find or the kinds of merchandise we find, just the prices themselves mm-hmm. are so different. So even in, of, in and of that, er, I'm sorry, that in and of itself means that I cannot compare my Goodwill cart which has never, I've never filled up a good, a cart at a regular Goodwill ever, but 
but I see people on Instagram that have overflowing carts at a regular Goodwill yeah. because mm-hmm. it's a 99 cent day or it's their, the, I think in Tennessee, at least it's like the first Saturday of the month, the whole store is half off. That's cool. I know. I love going to Nashville. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll be in Nashville on the first Saturday of the month. Well, then get oh yourself God. to a Goodwill. Yes, I just realized that. Um, but so just remembering that every, it looks different for everybody. And yeah. so if I'm going to be like, man, I really want to have one of those pictures of my cart overflowing or whatever, I'm going to have to just throw crap in there because it's not ever going to happen that mm-hmm. I'm buying that stuff. Yeah. Um, so everybody's journey looks different. Everybody, I don't know. And one thing I feel really passionately about is that there are people that get to their sales are affected by their Instagram following. So they are able to sell things that the rest of us couldn't. Mm-hmm. And it's not a bad thing. I don't want, I don't want it to come across as judgy, but it is a thing. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason that when Poshmark has like a celebrity closet that it sells out in, yeah. in like two hours. It has nothing to do with the items itself. It's more like, oh, my gosh, this is Venus Williams clothes. Mm-hmm. I would love to wear something that she wore. Yeah. I think Catherine Heigl did it once to be like, oh, my gosh, Izzy Stevens from Grey's Anatomy. Wore this. <laughs> you know, and so I think that there is that that kind of like appeal to that. So yeah. it makes it easier for them to sell things. Yeah. And it's just it's not bad, but you just have to remember that that is just something that they have access to that yeah. you might not. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I'd love to get to that point. Right? I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not ashamed to say that. Like, yeah. I would be totally fine being, like, a little micro-influencer. I mean, but the I will say this. I I think that I have a very unique perspective on it, on Instagram, because I have been chugging away as a blogger for the past 10 years of my life. I was just thinking about this the other I think it was today as I was like doing dishes. Um, I think I had looked at someone's Instagram story where they like it said their name and then underneath it said their business was a blogger. Mm -hmm. And I'm like doing the dishes. And I was like, man, I've literally been actual blogging, like on an actual blogging platform since before Instagram was around. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it just kind of stings sometimes when I see people that don't have blogs. You're just like, you're not a blogger. Yeah, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. But I think it's kind of changed how I see influence. Um, Yeah. And like how many, roughly, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Um, 25. 2,500, right? 25,000. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Swipe up right now. <laughs> Overnight success here, guys. <laughs> 2,500 people. Uh, this room that we're in, like, I don't know how many people this holds, but definitely not 500 people. So you have, like, how many more is that? Five times as many people, at least. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So imagine if you're in a room and all those people are in that room. Staring at you, waiting for what you're going to say. Excited <laughs> to hear you talk. <laughs> and I'm just like, hi, <laughs> thank you for coming. <laughs> but it just is crazy because when you think of it, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it really is. So I think because we see other people that have more, yeah. it like kind of shifts it. Mm-hmm. You are a micro-influencer. 
you are an influencer because you have people that are looking to what you say, to what you do, and they're interested in it. I um, posted, this is when I was like, oh yeah, I forget about influence. I posted this picture of this thing I got. Uh, do you remember it? it like went over my shoulder? Oh, oh yeah. It was like a bottle holder, but mm-hmm. it was called the Bebo. And so I could like for her her for her, my daughter. Her daughter. Sorry. Not not like an alcohol bottle. Yes, <laughs> for my little daughter. So that I could still be on my phone instead of like trying to navigate holding the bottle. Like I spend so much time holding a bottle anyway. At least now my hand is free to like share my closet, send out offers or whatever. And as I was looking, I saw a bunch of people that were like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to put this on my registry. Or mm-hmm. I wish that, that this was there when I had a kid or whatever. And I was like, oh yeah, that's what influence is. It's somebody that goes, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. You discovered this thing and I, it helps me. Yeah. Or it would have helped me or it's a co- point of conversation. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something to remember too for anybody, whether you have like 15 followers, 15,000, 15... 000, 15 hundred whatever that I went the wrong way on that because I was like thousand is smaller than hundred (laughs) (laughs) it's okay um but there is like you do have influence there yeah and figuring out what works for you is going to be the key I think I just stole that from another one as well but that's all right like yeah I think it's just the idea of like find your lane, figure out your lane and stay in it. Mm -hmm. And like you were saying to find inspiration from what other people are doing for sure. And you can try it and see if it works for you. Yeah. Um, Other people have a lot of success in running sales in their Instagram closets. Mm -hmm. Sorry, their Poshmark closets and promoting them on Instagram never works for me. Yeah. Literally never works for me, but I still try every so often just to see if things have changed. Yeah. But it rarely happens. So, other people can do it. I've figured out I just can't at this point. But it doesn't mean that they do something correct and I do something wrong. It just, it's not. Yeah. It doesn't work for me and my people or whatever. Whew. Okay, let's go on to something else. Um, well, I guess I could talk about, like, limiting your time. Yeah. Like, we have, like, unfollow and limiting your time. I'll let you talk about unfollowing. Um, But for me, like I noticed that like I just spend way too much time on Instagram and I justify it by being like, this is a business account. I'm working. (laughs) And it's like, nah, girl, you're just like. Do you have the um, time limits set up? Yeah. What is yours at? I just changed it to 30. It used to be two hours and I would just ignore it every single day. And I was like, why do I have this? Um, But I'm making myself stick to it because I found that I you know, I just waste a lot of time on there, Mm -hmm. but also it's kind of like, you know, uh, I don't know. Like I feel like you get so focused on what other people are doing, Mm -hmm. you know, and you get so invested and then you don't do anything yourself. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think just like limiting your time and, being intentional about the things that you're doing on Instagram and not just like letting it be a mindless thing. I don't know if that's totally makes a lot of sense. (laughs) What would you recommend this just because you have two accounts? Would you recommend only following like Poshmark resellers and stuff on like a Poshmark reselling closet account? 
Sorry. Yes. Um, my personal account is solely to send memes to my friends (laughs) and like read stupid horoscope things because I think those are so funny. So that's my personal. I deleted my personal for a while and then I created a new one because I was like, I can't follow memes and resellers. That's too chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) So then I had a personal one. But yeah, I followed Poshmark on my personal for like a week and I got so many requests from like resellers and I was just like, no, no, stay on my other page. Um, so yeah, I think like kind of having that separation is cool. And uh, yeah. I think for me, mine is all of the same. Like my personal is the same as the one I use. Like I use it for my blog. Mm-hmm. I use it for my Poshmark closet. And so um I've found that I have to be very, very careful about who I follow. That's why I had put down unfollow Mm -hmm. because I think, well, there's one blogger. It started with a blogger in particular that I very vocally said that I hate followed. Like I just would constantly be like, how is she getting these sponsorships? Like Mm. she's so like, she's like a quote unquote fashion blogger and her outfits are crap as I'm literally <laughs> sitting here in the <laughs> dumbest outfit ever um and I just I like I could acknowledge in a very like self-deprecating way that I was hate following this girl mm-hmm. and I finally hit a point where I was like this is making me miserable because I'm so judgmental and I just had to unfollow her I still go to her page but I choose when I see her mm-hmm. stuff and I I had to go through and do it with resellers as well because I was finding that there were people that really frustrated me. Yeah. Whether or not I and like I like I said at the beginning, I think all of these people have good intentions. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of really great people in the Poshmark community on Instagram who've had a lot of success and a lot, you know, like people really click with them. Um but I never want I don't want to be judgmental and I don't want my I just don't need my mental energy to be taken up by people that frustrate me. Yeah. And so I just constantly am going through and unfollowing people that don't, like very Marie Kondo, they don't bring me joy. Um, Yeah. But I think, too, I think it's um, kind of like a combo. I realize that, like, our bullet points all kind of bled together when we were talking. It's okay. But... (laughs) um, there are people that can sell like free people items for $45 and I can't give them away sometimes. And I think that's because of their like social media following. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I have to be careful with learning from them because Mm -hmm. they, they're, you know, their experience is different than mine. And so I've had to learn who to cut out because they're not doing it like I am. Mm -hmm. Like they're able to go and spend $6 on an item because they can sell it easily for 30 Yeah, or they have a $20 sale. And I'm like, my closet is less than $20 for the most part. So I have to just look for people who are doing it how I do it. Mm -hmm. And if there are people I follow that don't do it how I do it, there has to be value that it brings me. It has to give me something. And if it ever turns into me being super salty about that person i have to unfollow them yeah and protect my own mental space yeah and then i can just choose to follow them again if i feel like it down the road or whatever but 
Well, and I think there is something to say that like, um, even like this conversation is going to be different for everyone. Cause I mean, I feel like I don't have to unfollow. I feel like unless someone is like so blatantly negative on their like social media, that's usually when I'm like, okay, like I don't want to hear about all your whatever your woes. Yeah. <laughs> we all got crap, you know, <laughs> like and we if you know the people you're talking, not, not the person, but the yeah, kind yeah, of the type of person about. where yes. it's like, yes, like it's good to talk about like the not so great things, but like, there's a way to do it, blah, blah, blah. But like there, it's totally fine if you could follow like every type of person and it doesn't bother you at all. You know, like I feel like I'm not as, I don't want to say sensitive, but like, I guess maybe sensitive. Like I'm not as sensitive as you are towards people, but I totally could see how that would negatively impact someone. Yeah. You know? So I think it's, I just don't want people to hear this conversation and be like, Oh, well, now I have to go and follow all these people. Like, no, 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 no. Like, if if you're totally fine, like, great. But if you're finding yourself, like, not, like, having a negative experience with Instagram and the reseller community, like, take these things and kind of, like, reevaluate, like, who you're following and, like, how you're letting yourself process all of this information. Yeah. Because I know, like, I see some people, like, I think one thing that's probably piggybacking off of something you said, but, like... You also don't know how much money people have yes. to start a business. Yeah. And like, you know, I see people like going and like having renting office space and like having like thousands of items in their closet. And I'm like, that's so cool. Like total goals, you yeah. know, but like where, how did you, how did you get this money? Yeah. You know, like where did you just like work really hard? Like I'm working really hard and I'm not at that point yet. So like, just like understanding that like everyone has different starting points and like, that's totally cool and like good for them. Awesome. But you, you can't, you don't know the full story of everyone's. Yeah. um, Or that, that made me think of like we were talking about with my stuff being on the other side of town. Like I have 800 items for sale and a lot of people would probably like, dang, that's a lot of active listings. And I'm like, yeah, it's a pain in my butt right now. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. And sometimes I'm like, yes, I didn't make I didn't make a single sale today. I don't have to yeah. pack up my four month old and drive over there so that she can scream while I'm trying to work. Yeah. Because she's uncomfortable being yeah. somewhere else. So it is very much but I would never post that publicly. Like yeah. I don't mind talking about it. I'm never gonna have an well, I almost had an Instagram story about when that happened like last week but she was screaming so much that I couldn't get around to typing <laughs> on my story yeah. <laughs> but you know like s- there are people that just keep there's information that doesn't belong out there that f- kind of really fill out a story yeah and cost of living we I think we talk about I feel like I at least mentioned cost of living is different everywhere yeah because I think we live we don't live in like New York City or anything but no. the cost of living is high here compared to a lot of places in the country and so what we would be able to have kind of match of full or part-time income is going to look different than someone else yeah um we have said it before in our podcast that you know i'm married and my husband makes enough money to cover our bills so my what I can bring in is helping to like pay off our debt and try to buy a house or whatever. 
And so, and before that I was living at home with my mom before we got married. So I wasn't like paying rent or anything. So it, there's so many different parts and all you really see are kind of like the parts that are relevant to other people, which is the Poshmark component Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. Well, and like, I want to say mine too, you know, like if I wasn't living, like I'm, if you're new here, I'm like a single mom and I'm living with my parents, but like they're financially like taking care of me right now. So any extra money I have just gets put back into my business. And I've just very recently started like saving some of my profit. So like I would never say like, Hey, I'm living off of my income right now. Mm -hmm. You know, this is more like I'm building the foundation so that in the coming years I could have a business that I could support me and my daughter with. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have my parents, I'd be working full time at multiple jobs, just trying to like scrape by to live. Yeah. So I think it's like we were saying, it's very important because like you see all this success, you see all of these like highlights, but that's just what they are is highlights. Mm -hmm. And you just got to take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> I think any- Apparently, this is a sore subject for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think with anything, you just filter, like you take in what serves you and you filter out what doesn't. Yeah. And I think that's maybe, that's something obviously that I've said that I've had to learn. And so now I feel, I would, re- I follow certain Poshmark hashtags as opposed to following people mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I find that in doing that I get a variety I'm not like seeing the same people over and over again yeah I'm not kind of like I don't know I I think I just am very sensitive to comparing myself which yeah. is why that really hits me mm-hmm. where I I'm really insecure and so when I'm like I could be doing that right then I'm like but I just don't have them like I don't like rejection so I don't want to yeah. You know, and so I think I just have had to figure out how to take in what works for me and reject what doesn't. There are people that are um, really popular resellers who have said that, and they I really appreciate that they're always like, this is just what doesn't work for me. Yeah. If it works for you, keep doing it. But one time they were like, I, someone said, I do not pick up LuLaRoe. And I'm like, I love when I find piles of LuLaRoe at the bins because I'm like just money. Like I just see money because I buy it so cheap Mm -hmm. and I sell it so frequently at a lower price for sure. But I don't care. Yeah. And someone else one time said they don't sell J Jill. So I stopped selling J Jill. And then I was like, people buy J Jill from me. Yeah. So why would I stop selling it? Because somebody else doesn't pick it up. Right. So that I think, because it is free education, it there's no like real standard. Yeah, you know, people can some people can sell. I uh, I have a friend that could sell like she sold Walmart clothes. Mm. Like it just they just flew out of her closet when she put them up. She wasn't like a serious seller. She was just kind of trying to make some extra money. And yeah. I was like, what? That's crazy to me. I wouldn't even spend the time picking it up. Right. But that doesn't mean it's bad. It doesn't mean it's right. wrong. It doesn't mean it's someone else. Well, and I think it's hard because it's like we see Poshmark as like a collective thing. But like you have to remember that each closet is its own individual business. Mm-hmm. 
And so it is going to be run differently. And Maybe that's because of the algorithm or like because of your social media following or whatever. Yeah. But like we are individuals, even though we are on the same platform. And all the sellers are different or buyers. Yeah. Are different as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I don't care about my experience with a person I'm buying from. Just give me the stuff as cheap as I could possibly get it. Yeah. And I'm happy. I don't care if you take a week to send. Doesn't matter to me. Like yeah. I'm we all go about things differently yeah. and are looking for different things as well. There have been times I've been amazed that I've sold certain items. Like really? But there's, you know, so many different people. Um but yeah, it can be I think the fact that Poshmark is so present on Instagram is so cool. I yeah. think it's really encouraging. It is a great way to feel like you have coworkers, especially mm-hmm. if you are working when that's your primary source of yeah. job. You get to have coworkers. Um, there are some dangers to it. I think they're all protecting your mental space. Yeah. Space. 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 Protect your <laughs> space. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's such a cool thing. And it's great that there's so many free resources out there. Whether or not, you know, you have to you do have to be careful with them. Um but I just think it's just such a cool like addition to a yeah. This pop it's cool that it's not a competition. Yeah. And that generally everyone's like, let me tell you what it's working for me. Yeah, like, for sure. Most of the things that I do, I do because I've found them through Instagram. Yep, me too. And I found that they've worked for me. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So speaking of Instagram. You can follow us at the SHC podcast on Instagram. And Facebook. And, and Facebook. Twitter. And Twitter. And our podcast is on a bunch of podcast platforms. Including Pandora. Namely Pandora. Only Pandora. That's what Exclusively. We You're just going to have to keep... What is it? <laughs> I just hit the Skipping? mic. Skipping. Skipping. Yeah. Ads. No. I just... I still don't understand how you listen. I'm just like, does it just randomly like shuffle? I know. Like, do you have to skip through all these different podcast yeah, episodes? Yeah, Like... That might be kind of cool. It would be kind of cool. Podcast roulette. Yeah. So if you land on us, hey, hey, <laughs> um, leave us a five star review. We didn't say that in our last episode. We forgot. Okay. Well, now so leave us a 10 star review. Um, I just want to say that we're, I was listening to this with Justin and he was like doing something else and all of a sudden he heard his name and he just kind of like perked up and I was like, yeah, we solicit reviews. Um, Saying that you want them. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know that. <laughs> now he does. I guess he never <laughs> listens to the end. Well, but yeah, we would appreciate reviews. It's actually funny we didn't say it in the last. Because um, we were talking about reviews. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it was like, it would have mattered. Yes. Mm. So yes. It, so sad. It does matter. So please leave us a review. Follow us. We'd love to connect with you. Um, we'd love to. I'd love to hear. I like I would have never imagined and not in a negative way. I just, I always assume my experience is everyone's experience. So for me to hear when you're like, Oh, I'm not as sensitive to all mm, these mm-hmm. things. I'm like, what? 
Yeah. Not in a bad way, but I'm like, oh my gosh, you're different. <laughs> I love hearing other people's experiences and yeah. like how other people navigate something that I think we all are aware of. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to hear how other people kind of protect themselves or if they need to even protect themselves from the comparison trap right. that can be Instagram. Yeah. But yeah, so connect with us on social media and I'd, I want to know your experience with Instagram and the Poshmark reselling community. But we will talk to y'all. I said y'all because I'm going to Nashville soon. She's gearing up for I'm it. getting ready. Giddy up. Yeah, I'm going to go <laughs> put my cowboy boots on and sleep in them. <laughs> oh, We will fun. talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.